Welcome to Eternal Elements Learning Podcast brought to you by Chessa Online. These podcasts are a part of the audio certificate programs on Chessa Online. You're free to take these podcasts on your desired portal also, should you only wish to learn on the go. Thank you so much for engaging on these podcasts. And you can connect with the author on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. Hi, this is Niket Karasgi. Let's look at how do we create ethical climate of an organization. I'm talking to you on Eternal Elements, brought to you by Tessa Online. And I'm so passionate about this whole idea of corporate governance. Ethical culture, ethical climate of the organization is critical to business governance. These are practice behaviors within the organization that stakeholders tend to experience. It's a set of shared understanding amongst people within the organization as to what is a correct behavior and what is an incorrect behavior. It defines how you take decisions because when the values of the organization have been expressed and practiced effectively, decision making becomes so simple and so easy and decision making can get out of those gray, hazy areas of ethical dilemmas. Ethical climate is set at the top of the organization. If people at the top are not ethical, we cannot be ethical at all. And you know what, as a consultant in business governance, I've always noticed that compromises and ethics always start at the top. Most of the leaders on the top tend to, under the greed of wanting to get to numbers, tend to compromise on compliances and ethics for sure. And since they are role models within the organization, People reporting into them also start making those compromises and ultimately the entire organization starts making compromises. If the CEO of the organization is extremely ethical, that means when nobody is watching you, what you do is ethical. There is no way the organization can ever practice an unethical behavior. But as a consultant, I have noticed that every time we transition from an unethical CEO to an ethical CEO, the unethical CEO has left a legacy behind and the cleanup operation takes time, but it definitely works out. It's about practicing your mission. It's about practicing your vision, but it's also about practicing it through values because your values determine whether your actions are in integrity with the overall ethics and therefore with those ethical standards, are you accomplishing your mission and your vision? This is an independent perspective of what the culture of an organization is. And how does this independent aspect of the culture move into the organization? When you have a set of people who are on your board, who are independent directors, when they oversee the ethical priorities of the organization, when they do ethical audits of the organization, and when you have an open-door policy where you permit people to come and whistleblow and tell them what's not going right within the organization, that's when the organization can actually control ethics within the organization. Independence in terms of the auditing of ethics is extremely crucial to the organization. The rest of it can follow later. Therefore, on the board, you must have some directors for sure who are independent directors who have no stakes in the company. They have no interests in the company and they have been empowered to ensure that ethics are safeguarded within the organization. 
there has to be an ethics officer who oversees all aspects of ethics within the organization. It must be included in the appraisal systems of the organization. That's when accountability towards ethics comes in. Issues must be investigated, issues must be resolved, and reporting has to be done in terms of any individual who has deviated from the practice of ethics. Disclosure of ethical practices makes a lot of sense when you publish and disclose your code of ethics. This is the governing set of rules that your organization operates on. International business code created by regulatory authorities and governments define a prescribed code by which you are expected to regulate and control uh, ethical behavior within the organization. Unethical behaviors have to be instantly stopped within the organization and it is the duty of every organization to not have people within the organization who can violate ethics. You must have clearly defined code of ethics. You must have clearly defined policies. And whenever there is an ethical dilemma, that ethical dilemma should be sorted out by managers in responsible positions. Because a lot of times people don't know what they're doing is right or what they're doing is not right. This is about the ethical climate of the organization. If I have to talk about culture, culture ultimately is a set of behaviors and values practiced by the important minority of the organization. That means if the important minority of the organization, which is the leaders of the organization, if they collectively come together, that means your hiring process and your rewarding process is based on ethics. The important minority starts practicing ethics. And the moment the important minority starts practicing ethics, the culture of the organization is always built. What else should you do? Create an environment of ethics. Inculcate values and beliefs of ethics within your organization. Provide people those requisite skills and competencies so that they can take those ethical decisions. And ultimately, your mission, vision and your values must demonstrate ethics as a fabric of your organization. It should be the DNA of your organization. And if you can do that, that's when you set the culture of ethics within your organization. Thank you very much. This is Niket Karazgi signing off from Eternal Elements. I shall see you in the next podcast when I'm going to be talking about how do you actually create the code of ethics and how do you generate an ethics program within the organization. Thank you. I'll see you in the next podcast.